for the first time all season, the Texas Rangers are in trouble. They have lost four straight, but thankfully, they send their ace to the hill and get some good injury news heading into this weekend series against the Yankees. We'll talk about all that and more on this episode of Locked On Rangers. Let's get into it. You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are locked on to the Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Patrick, a cripplingly addicted Texas Rangers fan since 2010, the founder and host for all five seasons of this Locked On Rangers podcast. Thank you all so much for making Locked On Rangers your first listen every single day. If you're not already, you can follow me on Twitter at Bryce Patrick. You can follow the show at Locked On Rangers. Subscribe on YouTube where the best way you can help with the show is to comment nearly any single thing below. On today's show, we're getting into the Rangers' longest losing streak of the season, what they need to do to snap it, and more. But first, this episode is brought to you by Game Time. Down Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Now, the Rangers lost this first game of the series against the Yankees 4-2 against Garrett Cole on the hill. They headed in at the hands of a sweep after suffering a sweep at the hands of the Cincinnati Reds with just increasingly frustration frustrating losses with each game and the rangers knew that this was going to be the toughest game of the series they had their number five starter on the hill versus the yankees ace who has been uh really exceptional this year one of if not the best pitchers in the american league garrett cole has been this year he is not allowing the home runs which is really the only thing that he has done poorly since he's been with the yankees he's not allowed a single home run uh to my knowledge in any of his starts and the rangers only were able to get to him for a couple of runs they sent andrew keeney out on the mound against a really really tough yankees lineup and for the most part outside of one inning he really did his job but this rangers team is now tied atop the al west with those houston astros Hopefully they can at least get a little bit of, of separation. The Astros had a really have had a really tough schedule the last couple of weeks. The Rangers have not, and for the most part, the Rangers took advantage. But that that three game sweep at the hands of Cincinnati when it heads into a series against the Yankees at home, it it really throws a monkey wrench in your plans. The Rangers have a tough schedule the next couple of weeks, and not taking advantage, not taking one or two or even all three of those games in Cincinnati just really kind of hurts. And then you, you lose one of these games, which you, you kind of knew it was going to be an uphill battle for the Rangers. They were going to have to go against the best pitcher in the American League against a tough lineup. Thankfully, the Rangers have some some favorable starting pitching matchups for the rest of the series, but right now they're on a four-game losing streak, and they are no longer alone atop the American League West. The Rangers did a decent job of, of fighting together in this one, and I, I do want to give a shout-out to Andrew Heaney, who had a, a really, really good start in this one. Six innings, four hits, three earned runs, just the one walk, which is, is really good for him, and six strikeouts as well, but he got tagged for a pair of long balls in that second inning. Things just kind of got a little bit out of hand for him in that inning. He allowed back-to-back home runs, um, or Two home runs, yeah, yeah, back-to-back home runs to DJ LeMahieu and Glaber Torres. Then Anthony Volpe singled with the bases loaded, and with the bases loaded, he had he had the two best hitters on this Yankees team in Aaron Judge 
and Anthony Rizzo coming up and you th- with one out and you thought, oh boy, this is, this could get out of hand in a hurry. But credit to Andriani, he really buckled down, got two straight strikeouts of those guys and did not allow much of anything in the way of threats, didn't allow any more runs in the rest of this game, but three runs had scored. The Rangers were down 3 nothing against the best pitcher in the American League. And, you know, Garrett Cole did what Garrett Cole has done all season and he just straight up dominated. The Rangers were able to take advantage a little bit of him in this one, but his line looks stellar. Six and two-thirds innings, six hits, two runs, both of which were earned, just the one walk and eight strikeouts. Garrett Cole has a 111 ERA. Then they turn the pen, the turn the ball over to their pen in John King, two and a third innings with just the one walk for him. The Rangers were not able to do anything against him. He has a sub two ERA. That was his first save of the season. The Yankees bullpen has been pretty fantastic the last couple of days. And, you know, despite the Rangers, you know, Bopin holding up pretty well itself. Brock Burke worked two scoreless innings and only allowed a, a few hits, didn't strike anybody out, but he was very efficient with his work. The Rangers got some decent defense behind him, a, a oddly turned double play with Marcus Simeon charging at the runner from first base, going to first base, and then getting the tag um, on a slower runner at second after the throw. Decent fielding there for the Rangers and, and not too much that wasn't taken advantage of. But with runners in scoring positions, something the Rangers have done very, very well all season. They were just not up to snuff in this one. One for seven with runners in scoring position. And I believe the only hit was Ezekiel Durant. His infield squibber to the third baseman he was able to beat out multi-hit game for him who stepped up in a big way to play third base for the Rangers in this one because the Rangers did not have Josh Young they also did not have their star outfielder Travis Jankowski they did get some good positive updates on their injuries we'll get into that into the next segment but I do want to credit this team for taking advantage of a bases loaded with no outs opportunity and getting a pair of runs where they completely squandered that earlier in the season the Rangers have been very very good with the bases loaded I believe they headed into I think that last game against Cincinnati hitting over 500 with the bases loaded came up empty in a bases loaded no outs jam in the finale of that red series where that really really could have turned the tide they ended up getting nothing there looked like they might get nothing with a bases loaded um, no out jam for Garrett Cole because Jonah Heim hit into what looked like a surefire double play but Garrett Cole was not able to handle the throw run came in Rangers got at least one run you thought okay all right, at least the Rangers got something from this. Ezekiel Duran hits a squibber to third base. You think, okay, well, that, that's going to be a hit. But nope, Zeke Duran is a, a speedy little dude, and he he beat that out in um, a multi-hit game for him. He continues to hit very, very well on the season. A two ninety four batting average for the Rangers youngster who they got in the trade for Joey Gallo from these New York Yankees. Um, so I, I figure it, it might be a little bit of extra motiva- added motivation for Ezekiel Duran and maybe Josh Smith as well. Well, didn't have the best day at the plate, looked fine defensively. He started to sting the ball to the opposite field with a little bit of authority, and I really like seeing that from him. I think if he's going to have any home run power, it's going to be pull side. But, of course, his his one home run on the season did come to the opposite field, which was incredibly surprising. Pretty darn sure that's his first opposite field home run in his major league career. I don't imagine he had a whole lot of opposite field home runs uh, in the minors as well because not a whole lot of light tier power there, but still the on-base is around 350, and that'll play for a guy who is your backup shortstop, which the Rangers are, are going to need Corey Seager back. We'll talk about him and his injury when he's coming back in the second segment as well, but the bottom of this Rangers lineup was not able to come up in the way they have before. Adolis Garcia, in some clutch situations, was not quite able to come up in the way that he has before. He had an over on the day, did work a walk, and every 
Adolis Garcia walk is a gift from above because it means that he is going to get more favorable pitches going forward, and that is something that Adolis Garcia has thrived on in the past. Coming up, we're going to look at the Rangers getting some positive news on the injury development in terms of Josh Young and Travis Jankowski, and when Corey Seager comes back, because the Rangers are really going to need him. But first, this episode is brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to last-minute events is is always such a hassle. You know, it feels like it's you're never getting the right prices, and you know it's just always so tough to find uh, find time. And you know, sometimes it's just last minute. You want to go. I decided, you know what, on Friday night, I think I want to go to the Rangers facing off against Dave Degrom, or I want to go to a, a game against the Yankees this weekend. Which, by the way, it's going to be tough to get some tickets. But if you want to get some tickets last minute, and game time is the place for you. It is the best place for last minute ticket deals. You can forget all the months of planning in advance. Game time has the deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater and more game time guarantee means you will get the best price always if you find tickets in the same section and row for less game time will credit you 110% the difference get images of your seats before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive snag the tickets without the stress with game time download the game time app create an account and use code locked on mlb for $20 off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code locked on mlb for $20 off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed now thank y'all to the everydayers for being here every single day um and you can listen to every single rangers game on the serious x serious xm app or the sxm app go download it listen to the rangers facing off against the yankees and search rangers on there on tomorrow's show i'll be back on saturday for a rare saturday edition talking about this game with jacob Degrom. hopefully he can get on the hill and end the rangers losing streak also if you are watching on youtube and you are perplexed and confused and scared because i don't have a beard i shaved it after after recording the podcast with the Reds crossover on uh, Wednesday night, thinking maybe maybe that would lead to to some some different luck for the Rangers. Let's just let's just say that was the reason for it because um, that that's what we're going with. It did, it did not work. Um, maybe maybe it'll it'll work a, a day late, and uh, that'll be the reason for the Rangers to end this four game skid. But they did get some good news after taking batting practice. It seems like Josh Young, Travis Jankowski, they are not going to have to miss any time on the IL with their injuries. Travis Jankowski had some hip tightness after making an incredible catch in the series finale against Cincinnati. Josh Young was left that game after getting hit in the hand by a pitch by the Reds starter Ashcraft and there was a little bit of concern you saw him in the dugout on the broadcast with some ice and stuff around his hand it turns out it's just a bruise there is nothing broken in his hand thank the lord Josh Young does not need to be hurt he has been a crucial part of this lineup the Rangers the Rangers really need him back in this in this lineup because he has been a very, very important part of this team. According to Fangraphs, he is the third most valuable player in terms of Fangraphs' war on this team behind just Marcus Simeon and Jonah Heim. His uh, WOBA is the third highest, fourth highest on this team at 359. Weighted runs created plus, kind of a catch-all offensive metric. He is 31% better than the league average hitter. He has just been very, very good for the Rangers, and they need his bat in the lineup. Not that there's a, a huge, huge drop-off by putting Ezekiel Duran at third base. I think he does a pretty good job defensively at third base, got a little bit bigger of an arm than Josh Young, and I think a little bit quicker, but 
Josh Young's bat is a big, big part of this Rangers offense doing well. Because if you look at the bottom three in the lineup for the Rangers last night, they just were not able to get it done. 0 for, 0 for 4, 0 for 4, 0 for 3, with four strikeouts for Leody Tavares, who has been on one. He was due for an off game. I mean, it happens. It's Garrett Cole. If you're going to have an off game, doing it against a guy who still somehow has not won a Cy Young, um, but has been one of the better pitchers in baseball for the last half decade, it, it'll it happen. I mean, it's fine. I mean, you have your backup catcher in there hitting ninth, and, and Josh Smith, who has done pretty well in a pinch, but just having the bottom three in your lineup with that combined 0 for 11 with uh, six strikeouts, that's not exactly a recipe for success. The top of the lineup did pretty well. Nice to see Marcus Simeon get a multi-hit game at home and an extra base hit at home. He has not done super well offensively at Globe Life Field, but he is so freaking hot right now that he is going to hit literally anywhere. Right now he has an 845 OPS and on base of 360. That is absolutely what you love to see. He is doing his best to carry this team. Nathaniel Lowe is starting to heat up a little bit as well. He had a double and a walk in this one. Good to see him finding his swing as well really need that from the top three in the Rangers order and the other top three in there is Robbie Grossman who has been on a tear as of late been doing much much better in that 0 for 24 26 skid the OPS is all the way up into the 600s which you know is not exactly amazing but still much much better the last seven games he's hitting 320 with an on base of 379 slugging 440 with three walks to four strikeouts a home run and five rbis in those games still keeps hitting and doing a fine enough job in the two hole but the rangers need their their real number two hole hitter they need Corey Seager back it is going to be a little while for him uh bruce bochi said that it's going to be at least two or three weeks before he is back at the latest. So, uh, yeah, it's it's going to continue to be a little while that the Rangers don't have Corey Seager. And shout-out to Robbie Grossman for stepping up in a pinch. The Rangers have some difficult games the next couple of weeks. They have uh, a pair of games against the Diamondbacks. Thankfully, they have two off days next week. They they really need it, especially if they lose this series to the Yankees. They are really going to need it. Um on Monday and Thursday, they have off, but then they have that 10-day uh, almost yeah, 10-ish day road trip. I, I can't do the math. Yeah, no, no, it's 10 days. Three games against the Angels, three games against the Mariners, and four games against the A's, then coming back against the Braves. Hopefully going to have some better luck towards the end of this series, the end of this month. They've got three games at the Pirates, which didn't look like it was going to be much of a challenge, but the Pirates are pretty darn good this year, and going into Petco Park is is not something that's easy. Those those Pirates are really pesky. They are atop the division last I checked, and they are not going away. I don't think they are going to fall off a cliff. They lost O'Neill Cruz for a couple months, and that's going to be a difficult series. So the Rangers are really going to need Corey Seager back. Maybe that's about when he'll be back. That's the 22nd of May when they start that series. That would be a little over three weeks. Hopefully, the Rangers can get his back bat back in their lineup because it is it has been a little bit of a struggle and the rangers are really really lucky that they didn't have to send either of these guys on the on the il in terms of josh young or travis jankowski because there's not a whole lot of help there in the low minors on the 40-man roster the the guys in the minors position players that are not catchers on the 40-man roster in the minors there are three of them at this point there's luis and Helicuna, who's played less than 50 games above single a there's jonathan ornelas who 
I think is probably the only real choice that the Rangers have if they need to call somebody up in a pinch. He hasn't been hitting super well in AAA, but I think he could handle it being on the roster for a few days. And Dustin Harris, who is still in AA and I think would be pretty overmatched by some major league stuff, got some nice tools, having a decent season, but he's in AA and the Rangers should not be thinking about calling him up. So the Rangers really need that injury luck to play out. They do have Mitch Garver still on the IL. He's probably going to be a couple weeks before he comes back. Sam Huff is the only other minor league player who the Rangers could call up. So the Rangers are, are pretty lucky that this, 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 uh, hit by pitch and only turned into a hand bruise for Josh Young. I think that he and Jankowski could be back in the lineup as soon as Friday night where the Rangers have a starting pitching uh, ace on the hill who is really going to need to turn the Rangers fortunes. Coming up, we're going to look at what the Rangers need from Jacob deGrom in that one and how he could turn the tide for this Texas Rangers baseball club. But first, this episode is brought to you by Ultimate Baseball GM. Pro Baseball GM is the coolest game I have played in a long time, and I've always thought that I'd be a great Major League GM. As it turns out, it's it's not really all that easy. If you've had the same thought and you fantasize about managing your own franchise, then go download Pro Baseball GM immediately. The game allows you to manage every strategic aspect of the franchise, playing through seasons, and leading your franchise and your fans to glory as you build a historic dynasty. In the simulation, you're responsible for hiring the right coaches and staff, manage team finances, scout and draft players, manage through difficult personalities and injuries like the Rangers are suffering through right now. Locked On Rangers listeners get a 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo Locked On in the game store so make sure to check it out to download the game just visit probaseballgm.com scan the code or look it up in the app stores that's probaseballgm.com ultimate baseball gm start your dynasty today now the rangers send their ace to the hill jacob degrom in five starts the rangers are undefeated in jacob degrom starts so far this year and they really really need that trend to continue the rangers do have the edge in the starting pitching matchups for the rest of this series this was the most lopsided matchup that it could be andrew heaney versus the other team's number one which andrew heaney is your number five starter which he is at this point it really really shows how much of an improvement this texas rangers rotation has made in the last year i mean the rangers won their last start with Andrew Heaney before this, which was against Framber Valdez. Again, number five guy versus the other team's number one, who is Cy Young caliber. And the Rangers came out on top in that one. We're not able to do so in the Thursday night game. For, for the rest of this mat, this series, they have Jacob deGrom versus Clark Schmidt. Schmidt has an ERA over six this season for the Yankees. Not exactly their best starter on the hill on Saturday. Nathan Eovaldi versus Johnny Brito. Brito has an ERA over six for the Yankees. This starting pitching rotation of the New York Yankees has really suffered some injuries. Same as the Mets. So it looks like the Rangers, in terms of one through five, I, I think we thought that maybe they could have the defense starting rotation in baseball. Not necessarily the best at the top end with with DeGrom and Yavaldi and uh, seems like Perez is, is the number three and is probably going to stick there. But in terms of one through five, it, it's looking like the Rangers, who are staying healthy in the rotation, uh, might end up having that incredibly deep rotation. Then on Sunday, the closest pitching matchup that we have left is Martin Perez versus Nestor Cortez. Nestor Cortez has a 3.49 ERA. Martin Perez is at 260. So that'll be a really fun battle between two tough lefties. But the Rangers have the edge in starting pitching against the Yankees That in nearly every game this series of four. 
that is something that you would not think they would be doing in terms of where they were last year. I mean, it's just such a huge, huge relief. And sending Jacob DeGrom to the mound is is what the Rangers need while they have lost these last four games. When you have an ace like this, when you spend $185 million, this these are the situations that you're bringing them in for. I mean, you're also signing them in hopes of, you know, throwing them out there game one to get you started to a in a playoff series to get you off to a 1-0 start against whoever you're facing and uh, just make life an absolute nightmare. But in terms of the regular season, before you get to get there, I mean, you've got to throw your guy out there to get you off the skid. That is what aces do. That is what the Rangers had when they had you Darvish and they had Cole, I was about to say Cole, Cole Reagans, uh, Cole Hamels uh, on their staff. When you throw those guys out there, they are run stoppers. They are loss stoppers. They go out there and they give up absolutely nothing. So far this season, Fangraphs War really, really loves Jacob DeGrom. So far, he's got a 1.3 Fangraphs War. is just half a war, according to Baseball Reference. Again, their their measurements for starting pitchers are very, very different. They also have uh, Nathan Eovaldi at a 1.0 war through five starts. Both of those guys on pace for more than a six war season if they make 30 starts. That's pretty freaking incredible, and that is a pretty darn good one-two punch. But DeGrom has been every bit what the Rangers have expected so far this season. His ERA is just north of three. His expected ERA is significantly lower. He's striking literally everybody out. The Rangers limited him to around the 80-pitch mark in his last start against the A's because this is the first time he is going to be pitching on uh, normal rest as opposed to one-day extended rest. This is the first time the Rangers didn't have an off day in the week, so they kind of tapered him back down and said, all right, six innings against the A's is good enough to get the win, and the Rangers did. They won that series. And they thought, okay, let's save him, save some of those bullets in the chamber for the Yankees. But the Yankees are are going to have a little bit more of a difficult time in this one. Aaron Judge left the game with an injury. There was an injury scare the day before, I believe, for Aaron Judge. He ended up staying in that game. This game, he went 0-2 with a pair of strikeouts and was pulled for Oswaldo Cabrera. I did not see what the injury was, but it seems like he might not be in the Yankees lineup for this Friday game while the Rangers are getting some help back in hopefully Josh Young and Travis Jankowski making that lineup and going to town against the Yankees starter on Friday night, snapping that losing streak. Clark Schmidt has not been super great for the Yankees so far this season, and the Rangers absolutely need to take advantage. They need to jump on him early. They need Jacob deGrom to just shut these Yankees down. They cannot afford to go in a hole. The Rangers bullpen has not been in a good way as of late, and the reason they did so well early on in the season is because, well, they weren't put in a lot of close situations. They didn't have to pitch in high leverage situations, and it's a pretty good recipe for success if the Rangers just pour on a lot of runs against this Yankees starter, Clark Schmidt, who is coming off a really, really good start against Toronto. That was his last start um, against the Blue Jays. Ended up losing that one, went five and two-thirds innings, allowed no earned runs. Uh, I believe he did allow one regular, uh, one unearned run, but he had eight strikeouts, one walk, three hits against a very tough Blue Jays lineup. They ended up still losing, but in the starts before that, he allowed four earned runs in under four innings against the Angels, allowed three earned runs in just four innings against Cleveland. Um, not exactly an ace, as you would call it. Is only gone five-plus innings in one start, the start against Toronto. That's the only start this year where he has gone more than five innings and where he's allowed, um, 
Well, he did allow three unearned runs. Yankees had a little bit of trouble fielding the baseball in that one, but he's allowed at least three runs in every single start. The Rangers need to take advantage of that. They need Jacob deGrom to be at his nasty deGrominess um the maximum level of DeGromness in this one. He is every bit what you have imagined. And it's nice that the Rangers have some stakes in these games early. Like this has not been a place where the Rangers have been. Uh, I remember getting a lot of hate from Astros fans that already have some of them jumping back in my mentions and, you know, bookmarking tweets about the Rangers being on top of the division at some point in April. And, um, you know, the Rangers have not been there and they need to stay there. They need to continue to stay there to build interest in the season, in the season build belief. And honestly, uh, build, build these numbers in my podcast, please, please keep winning. So people keep caring about Texas Rangers baseball. Like I, they, they just need to keep winning and stay atop this division because it's not going to be all, you know, roses and, and terrible teams and beating up on them forever. This is their first real challenge of the season. And this is a huge, huge game on Friday night and a huge game on Saturday. And it's going to be another huge game on Sunday. They need to take at least two in this series. They cannot afford to lose this series. The Astros are very, very good and they will probably end up winning the American League West. That's probably going to happen. I'd say there's, I don't know, 60, 70% chance just even with how hot a start the Rangers got off to. The Mariners are not in a good way, and they just lost Robbie Ross for the season. That is a huge bummer for them. But the Rangers' competition in the AL West is has struggled out of the gates, and the Rangers have not. And they need to keep their foot on the freaking gas. They need Jacob deGrom to turn this around, and they need to to keep getting some some big performances from their guys. I mean, this lineup has still shown some depth. Jonah Heim, his, his, his OPS has dropped off just a little bit. It's not quite at that 999 that it was a couple weeks ago. He's still putting together some really good at-bats. The top of the lineup is still humming. Daniel Lowe has that OPS finally over 750. Um, he is walking at a little bit better of a rate. He is hitting balls hard. He's got 10 doubles on the season. I'm ready for those doubles start leaving over leaping over the fence he does have just three home runs on the year but the rangers offense is humming the bullpen still has some question marks not a great outing again for jose leclerc finally has an earned run of course it comes in a solo shot from jose trevino a nice little you know knife in there hey remember when you guys traded me for basically nothing yeah i'm i'm pretty good now and uh you guys might not regret it because Joan Heim's been incredible, but you should probably regret it at least a little bit. And it seems like the Rangers might. He won the Platinum Glove last year. He was an all-star over Joan Heim, which, again, I still think was just because of the Yankees bump. But he deserved it, and credit to Jose Trevino for being the player that he is. But this Rangers bullpen is in a weird, weird state right now. I don't think it's as bad as the last four games have indicated. Again, the home run was the first home run that Leclerc has allowed this year. The first earned run that he's allowed, and I don't think he gave up a walk in that inning of work. So uh, we'll we'll call that progress because that has been the big bugaboo. Yeah, he did avoid a walk, allowed just the one hit, the one strikeout, and the one home run in that one inning of work. The Rangers were not able to get anything going late. They have not been able to come from behind in these games. They've not been able to hold leads in this four-game losing streak. They didn't have a lead to lose in this game against the Yankees, but hopefully they will be able to get one against the Yankees squad on Friday and on Saturday. This is, again, a huge, huge point, and um, I'm just, I'm excited. 
honestly, it's been such a long time since there have been any stakes in any April game outside of opening day. I mean, you, you get to the start of the season, you think, oh boy, I mean, you kind of know the last couple of years, eh, it's probably not going to be, it's probably not going to be that great a season, but there is some reason for hope. There has been some reason for optimism the last few years, but the Rangers actually giving them reason for optimism. They need one more win. Um, as long as they don't get swept in the series, they will have a winning month of April for the first time in many moons it will be their first winning month since May of last season. And the Rangers just need to continue this momentum. It is, it is a good time to be a Texas Rangers fan. There are good things on the horizon, and I'm hoping the Rangers can get Josh Young back and healthy, and Travis Jankowski being such a part of this team is, is such a confusing, head-scratching moment. I'm not exactly sure what's going to happen when Corey Seager does get back off the IL in a couple weeks. Maybe it'll end up being that they send Bubba Thompson back down. He has an OPS under 600. He is not getting consistent playing time, and yeah, his game-breaking speed is a weapon, but he only has one stolen base. He has not been on base that much. He's got a 214 on base, and he is fine defensively, but having that guy um, as your 26th man on the roster, I mean, actually, it may end up being Brad Miller. I, I think it needs to be probably Brad Miller because he is a guy who is supposed to match righties. He wasn't in the lineup for this game against a very tough righty. He's got an OPS under 600. He had been doing just okay, but he's not stinging the baseball. He only has the one home run. Of course, it came on opening day because that's apparently what Brad Miller does. Only has uh, six strikeouts to six walks on bases under 300, though, and I, I think that the Brad Miller experiment might be done. We'll see what happens when Corey Seager uh, or when Mitch Garver get back, but I, I think that he might end up being the first roster casualty on this team once those changes are made. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Rangers. Thank you all to the everydayers. I'll be back tomorrow on Saturday, um, or maybe you'll listen to it on Monday morning, about how hopefully Jacob deGrom goes out there, spends a gym, the Rangers end this losing streak, and start a prolonged winning streak to get back on top of the AL West alone without the Houston Astros there. Thank you all so much for listening and subscribing, and until next time, don't forget to enjoy baseball.